Hello, it is I, the magician podcast host who, with zero effort, can disappear for four months. I'm back. Kind of. How are you? I've missed you. I am so happy to be back. I need to apologize for ghosting all of you. Um, I never had the opportunity to do it in my dating life, so thank you for allowing me to do it to you. I hope that you have been well. I have been doing really well. I kind of, I went back and listened to my last episode, and I had a very nonchalant way kind of outlined that I needed a break, but I didn't say it at the time, I don't think, because I didn't realize it, but I needed a break. I still need a break just from social media um, and just this. I needed a break from this. I kind of also outlined that I didn't really know the direction that the podcast was going to take. So I needed a break to kind of sort out how I wanted to handle continuing to do this. I still don't have answers to that. You would think after four months that I would, but I don't. But I'm here and I miss you and I want to update you on some things. It feels very strange. Ever since I got rid of social media, I have become very adverse to this is this is going to surprise you, but it's true. I have become very adverse to external attention. Like it just it feels weird to me now. And so I want to acknowledge up front What's even weirder when you feel have those feelings is to literally host a show that is all about you. That doesn't really match up. I acknowledge that up front. But I just wanted to connect with you guys and be honest about a couple of things, give you an update, check in with you. I hope that you're doing well. I feel like we really are turning a page as far as the pandemic goes. Is anyone else not ready? Remember when things first shut down and we were all freaking out, like, what do I do? I don't know how to handle this. This is so foreign. I don't know how to navigate this. I am now having those feelings for things going back to normal. Is anyone else just not ready? Um, I feel like I've reprioritized a lot of things in my life, but I also just, I don't remember what it's like to go out in public. I have completely forgotten what it's like to have an interaction with somebody and not be panicking the entire time that you're going to die. Um, so I am still very slowly navigating that process for myself and my family. My son is not vaccinated because he's not eligible to be vaccinated. So we still really have to play it safe. But I'm, is anyone else in a weird space? Like you really want to go and do things, but you're just not ready yet. I'm glad that things are getting back to normal in the summertime when we can kind of, life just seems to be a little bit more laid back and we can kind of each go at our same pace. So if you're in the same boat as me, you're not crazy. Um, if I'm all alone in the boat, hey, it wouldn't be the first time. Um, so many juicy pop culture things have happened. I don't know that I want to cover that in this episode. I'm just not there mentally, but I do just want to call a few things out. Um, Kim and Kanye, we literally saw this coming. Stevie Wonder saw this coming. Let's just keep it real here. Although still it shook me to the core. I don't know why I allowed myself to become so attached to a relationship that had nothing to do with me, but here I am. Um, Courtney and Travis love it here for it. I think she's pregnant. I'm just going to put that out there. 
Um, let's see what else. Chrissy Teigen. I got to be honest, I never liked her. So seeing the the castle fall is I don't feel validated by it but it's just kind of like yeah you're a nasty person like of course this happens to you Brittany we really pulled the curtain back with Brittany didn't we and wow how deeply disturbing and upsetting what a deeper story that we could tell just on how women are treated in society whoo it's weird as a woman I'm obviously you know experiencing the societal um injustices I guess that happened to us but it's weird to see an external commentary on it and realize did anyone else have the thought process when all this stuff about Britney was coming out and the documentary came out did you have this weird sense of like shame and regret and embarrassment that I kind of contributed to this culture in my teenage years like I was very much attached and watching and I don't want to say enjoying but maybe kind of enjoying the complete destruction of a human being the complete destruction of a woman who is clearly mentally ill society was just so different then like how did we ever feast on this how was this ever entertainment for us Um, and just how she was treated as a teenage woman like the way she was objectified and disrespected and kind of discarded it was just I had this like mini awakening of all the things that we thought were so normal in our childhood that were just like so not normal. Um, And while it is so validating and exciting to see that we're, like I said before, pulling the curtain back and having a discussion about all these things, I just felt so grossed out by my own behavior, how I was contributing to this unknowingly. Um, So anyway, and then there was the gift that for me personally will never stop giving And that would be, of course, Hillary Baldwin. I'm not going to call her Hilaria. I refuse. Rachel Dolezal left me wanting more. There's something about these cultural imposters that are, like, mind-blowing to me. Like, can we do a full case study on this? Like, is I just... Can we talk more about this? I am fascinated by how people get away with this shit. It's mind-blowing to me. Um, But nobody's really talking about it anymore, which I guess for her is a good thing. All right, personal updates, and then I want to dip into the good things. we'll, We'll close on a high note. Personally, things are, I can't complain. Things are going well for me. I recently got a new job, and that's a whole, that'll be the back half of the podcast because that's kind of been the crown jewel in my year so far. Personally, um, like I told you, we're still kind of in this holding pattern because my son isn't vaccinated, but I've been going through a health crisis. I feel confident calling it a crisis. Um, If you listen to my previous podcast, you know that I struggled with vertigo in 2019 for like six weeks. And it was really scary. And luckily, it resolved itself about eight weeks ago. Now, I was in Target, which has really been my only point of reprieve once things started getting better with the pandemic was going there masked, obviously, and just kind of putzing. But I was in Target and I had like a lights out moment. 
I it felt like I had a light switch in the back of my head and somebody literally turned the lights off. Like my vision went, my hearing went, and I had to go via ambulance to the ER. I was com- checked out for everything, blood clots, stroke, heart attack, and thank God everything seemed to be okay. Um, there was no like glaring health incident that induced whatever happened there. But subsequently, since this has happened, I've had extreme vertigo. Um, And it has been completely debilitating. I, my whole life has changed. I cannot do things independently. I can't drive. I can't go for a walk with my dog. I get these attacks that just kind of drop out of nowhere. And there's no, if you've had vertigo before, you know, there's no real way to manage them. Um, There's no real way to reverse the attack from coming on. You just kind of have to deal with it. Um, I have been seeing a ton of health specialists. I mean, you name it, I've seen them. And I think we're in, we're on our way to finding out what's causing them and hopefully finding out how to treat them. But it has been a very isolating, if you can imagine being more isolated than we already have been, but it's been a very isolating, debilitating experience. I am so blessed in that I have never had a period in my life where I don't trust my body, but I am going through that period now. And I can tell you that after being in it for just over two months, how quickly your mental state changes. Um, I have been through difficult things in my life, as we all have, but I can tell you that this experience has been at the top of the list. Um, So quickly when you're dealing with something that you don't really know what it is, but it is affecting everything you do in life, your mental state declines quickly. I mean, uh, it, it, I was in one of the highest periods mentally, you know, in February, March and had this episode happen and everything changed in an instant. Um, I have so much respect for people that kind of suffer from these invisible illnesses as they've been called to me. Um, chronic pain, migraine, vertigo. I had always kind of had empathy and compassion for people who go through these experiences, but I had no idea or appreciation of what it does to somebody. And I'm here to tell you, it is, my life feels like it's being taken hostage by something that I can't control. And it's dark. It has been dark mentally. So I I just, I really want to be transparent about what I'm going through because if anybody's going through this or even depression, anxiety, panic disorder, all of these things that we feel like we understand and we have, you know, a deep compassion towards, you really don't until you're in it. You really don't. I have been very vocal about my anxiety. I have suffered from anxiety my entire life. Thank God it has been manageable for me through um, therapy and 
you know, trying to really work through some of the traumatic events that happened to me earlier in life and, and talking those out. Um, because I've been open about that in the past and even had a good sense of humor about it so quickly, people who know me have written off this medical experience as anxiety. And it's really, um, it's been really hard to try to advocate for myself and say, no, 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 like this is not anxiety. This, this medical situation is giving me anxiety, which is never good because I acknowledge that anxiety, panic, depression, mental health issues can manifest in all these physical ways. But I really know in my heart of hearts that this is not anxiety. And it's been difficult to try to say to people like, hey, man, this this is not anxiety. This is really scary and so much deeper than that. And I don't appreciate you using my transparency with, with my mental illness um, as a vehicle to write me off. So it's been hard in the state of weakness that I'm in, both physically and mentally, to really advocate for myself. So if you're in a situation like that, I just want to extend my my warmest regards and understanding and validation to you because this has been so I I really can't tell you how difficult this has been I use control as a means to medicate my anxiety when I feel like I have a sense of control over every situation it really eases the anxiety because I know if I can control something, I can control the outcome. And so having something really just put me on my ass and, and I don't know second to second what my day looks like because of how I feel, um, has really been a lesson. So I am, while I am in a difficult spot, I am getting the help that I need. I am working with medical professionals. I speak to my therapist every week. Um, and I feel supported there. So I don't want you to worry about me. This isn't a, this isn't a story about woe is me. This is a story about a, why I've been absent for, for the length of time that I have, but also, you know, my sister says this to me all the time, nothing good or bad lasts forever. When you're in the thick of things, it's so easy to lose sight of that. And so while I don't have the answer to what's going on with me, maybe you are going through something traumatic or scary or debilitating right now in your own life, I want to give you some solace and tell you that nothing lasts forever, good or bad. And I have gone through difficult experiences as we all have. And sometimes almost immediately, sometimes months or years down the road, I'm able to look back and say, I understand why that happened and I understand why it happened when it happened. Sometimes it's hard to hold on to that notion when you're going through something. I I have struggled with it, but I'm able to get up every day and meditate and try desperately to connect with my higher power because I know that I'm being taught a lesson here. Maybe the lesson is, you know, I need to learn how to relinquish control. Maybe the lesson is that I need to learn a healthier lifestyle. Maybe the universe is keeping me in my house, protecting me from 
from something else. I don't know what the lesson is, but if you're going through something, get down on your knees and pray to God that that lesson is shown to you. Pray to your higher power, whoever it is. I've joked about it before, but it's an ancestor. It's the universe. It's spirit. It's the ghost of Michael Jackson, whoever it is. Just say those prayers and and lean into that because it will open you up to healing. And I say to myself all the time, I've learned this from one of my favorite spiritual teachers, Gabby Bernstein, but I say to myself constantly, I'm open to creative solutions. Whatever the solution is to what I'm going through, I am open to learning about what that solution is. And I want to I'm ready for healing. (laughs) Um, And when I really am ready for healing, I will get the healing that I need. Until then, it's, it's trying to put the, the discomfort and the pain towards something good. And I can tell you, one of the things that makes me feel better always is being of service to somebody else. And that's kind of why I'm recording this when I am, because I felt like I couldn't, for the last couple months, I can't record this podcast. I don't feel good. I can't record this podcast. I don't know what to talk about. I can't record this podcast because I'm not going to be high energy and making people laugh. And that's the only reason people come to me. Um, This is me in a dark moment of my life. Notice that I said moment. It will pass. Wanting to provide strength and hope and light to you because at my core that's who I am it's not making people laugh all the time it's making people feel a sense of hope a sense of belonging and a sense of community so this is me (laughs) telling you if you're going through something difficult right now you will 100,000 million trillion percent get through it And you will know why you're going through it at the end of the day. Period. End of sentence. End of thought. All right. You have me always to reach out to. um, But you're going to get through it. Just pray. Pray, pray, pray. Connect, connect, connect. Serve, serve, serve. That's what gets us out of these ruts, right? All right. Good story. It's time for a a fun, exciting update. Let's talk about how powerful we can be when we set our minds to it. Let's, Let's not talk about how crappy it can be to not feel well. I have been working, if you know me, you know I'm in sales. That probably doesn't surprise you, um, if you don't know me. But my dad was a salesman. We like to talk a lot. We like, we like to connect to people. Um, we're, we're personable people. We thrive in social situations. So I feel like I am a chip off the old block when it comes to what I do in my professional career. But I was working for a really established corporate company the last four and a half years. And the last year, I really just felt like they treated me like shit. I don't know how else to say it, but I was in this like weird holding pattern of being really grateful for having a job, but also acknowledging that like my talent wasn't being utilized. I was being totally discarded every day. Um, 
And we're allowed to feel both of those things, by the way. You can feel a thousand different things at one time. Um, But I was ready to find a new role. And I'm learning about how to, and some people won't, this won't resonate with you, but I'm learning how to manifest because I really do believe that we hold the power to create incredible life-changing things happen for us. And I've never really tapped into that before. And I wanted to tap into that. And I don't think it's like, you know, I'm a witch setting wine out and letting it brew in the moonlight and then eating rose quartz. It's not that. If that's your thing, by the way, more power to you. But it was more just like, how can I connect to my purpose? How can I make good things happen for myself? So I started to set wheels in motion. Like, I'm going to find a good job. I shit you not. I wrote four criteria down. Okay. And I buried it in my backyard <laughs> because that was an exercise for me to understand how to relinquish control was like, write my goals down and then literally bury them and let the universe take over for you. Again, I'm saying universe, that means higher power. I have a thousand higher powers. I don't, it's not just God, Jesus. It's like the universe, my dad, my grandfather, spirit, all all of them. Like the more, the more spirituality we have, the better. Can I get an amen? Like, let's just connect to all of them. Why not? Um, but I wrote down four things, all right? I'm, I wrote down how much money I wanted to make. I wrote down that I wanted to report to a man because I've had female bosses. And I love females, but I just was ready to have a different type of work structure. I wanted to report to a man, okay? I wanted to have my talents be appreciated, okay? And I wanted to teach people in my role. So those were the goals that I wrote down. I buried them in the backyard and I literally said like, universe, show me what you got. I had a completely open mind. But also I had, I I knew that I was not going to get a new job until I allowed myself with all my discomfort to enjoy my current role. So I attacked every day with having an open mind and I said to myself every morning, Show me how I can enjoy my job today. And I leaned into it and I had fun. Now, that's not to say that every hour of every day was a blast, but I allowed myself to like make my coworkers laugh, try to connect with my clients, try to do well. Like when I put this energy out that I want to have fun and happy at work, those things will start happening. Well, very quickly, an old coworker reached out to me and was like, hey, we have this job. It's in the industry that you used to work in. You should come work for us and let, you know, come on down. So immediately the control mindset set in. I was like, yes, I'm going to work for this company. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get after it. I want to, this is it. I'm doing it. Okay. So I'm like, Stressing out about every interview, freaking out about timeline, constantly checking my email. Like, have they emailed me? Have they offered me a job? Have they this? Have they that? Like controlling and strangling to with one inch of my life, trying not to be frantic, but like totally 100% frantic in this situation. In the meantime, I am accepting any interview 
that gets offered to me. Literally, if they were like, hey, do you want to start your own state farm insurance agency? When I knew that that's absolutely not what I wanted to do, I was just remaining open and receptive to creative solutions. And also, I'm like, I want to brush up on my interviewing skills, right? So I have these two things going on. I have my heart set on this job, and I'm totally frantic about it. But then I'm also accepting any interview to try to keep this air of like openness and willingness about myself. All right. So this job that I so desperately wanted was a complete nightmare. The interview process was a nightmare. They ended up offering me something that was like way out, way beneath what I have worked so hard to want. And I felt so deflated because now like you want out of your company, but you also like really wanted this role that you have your heart set on. All right. So fine. It didn't work out, but I kept saying to myself, what is for me? Ain't going to miss me, honey. Can I get an amen? So it wasn't for me. Like I was super disappointed, but I also had one with, I could say with 100% confidence that the right job was coming to me. I did not have to do anything. I didn't have to stress. I had to wake up every day and and do two things. Be determined to feel good through serving other people and have fun in my current role. Like those were my two goals. Long story short, I somebody reaches out to me on LinkedIn. They are like, "Hey, we have this position." We want to talk to you about it. And I was, by this time I had had like 20 of these, you know, and by the 20th one, you're kind of like, okay, whatever. Because I didn't have my heart set on it. I was completely and totally myself. I had no nerves. I was just like, let's do this. I've had a hundred of these interviews. Let's go for it. You guys, long story short, I don't want to say my company name, but it is my dream job with my dream company. And those four things that I wrote down and buried in the backyard, not only are they a part of this job, those those wants were met tenfold. Tenfold. And it didn't happen on my timeline. It happened at a way better timeline. It wasn't just those needs being met. A 10,000 other needs have been met as far as like work life. And God damn, does it feel good. Gosh, it feels so good to surrender the complete opposite of what I've been told my whole life. I thought like the more you do, the more you hustle, the better things are. But I have learned when we sit back and really seek to do good and feel good, the things that come to you are 10,000 times better than you would imagine. 10,000 times. Before... When I started the job hunt, I had no idea what this company was. I had no idea of what type of culture I would fit in in a space, in a professional space, because I've just never really had that. I I couldn't have sought this job out if I wanted to. It's, It's a dream job. And all I had to do was fucking sit back, relax, 
and enjoy my life. I can tell you I've never done that before. You guys know me. I've just talked about for an hour how I like to control everything. The second that I sat back and was just like, my goal is to feel good. My goal is to serve. My goal is to feel happy. This dream job fell from the sky into my lap by simply being open and surrendering and feeling good. Incredible. You read about this stuff and you think that it's too good to be true. It's not. It is not. I just, I want to implore you, whatever it is that you want in your life, relationship, better job, better home, better health, when you are strangling it, let, let's use the, the dating scenario, the dating metaphor. When you are saying, I want a partner that does this, 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 and this, I want them now, I am ready now. You are holding so tightly to something, the universe can't take over unless you give it over. They can't. So with me, for my job, I have those basic needs that I wanted. I wanted those met. But I said like, hey man, I literally wrote this in my journal almost every day. Universe, I have these goals for myself, but you show me what you got. Show me what you got. I know this plan that I have for myself is like potatoes compared to what you can what you can bring me. Show me what you got. I woke up every morning like, man, today is the motherfucking day. Today's the day. I'm giving it over. I don't have to worry about the details. I don't have to stress out about any of this stuff. Because God, universe, Jesus, spirit of prince, Anna Nicole Smith, Princess Diana, whoever, they got it. I'm letting go of it. And guess what? They took over. I didn't have to do anything, you guys. It's unbelievable. The universe will not give to you what you don't give up. So whatever it is that you're dreaming about, give it away. Write it down on a piece of paper, bury it in the ground, hide it somewhere in your house, and just wake up every day and say that. Say that to yourself. Universe, show me what you got. Today, my goal is to feel good by serving other people. Today, I'm open to creative solutions. I guarantee you within a week, things in your life will change. But you got to be open. You have to be open. I talked about this before. One of the biggest crutches in my life was social media. I was so scared to let it go. I was so scared to let it go. I feel like showing the world and the universe that I was ready to make sacrifices to change my life created a ripple effect of just like positivity. Positivity. And listen, I just outlined how I'm going through some stuff physically. But I am still standing in the power of great things are coming to me. Healing is coming to me. I'm letting go. I'm letting go. If I can do it, you guys, you can do it. I hope this message resonates with you. I hope you feel inspired by it. I'm sorry that I'm not talking about how Megan Fox should definitely break up with Machine Gun Kelly. What the fuck is she waiting for? 
But this stuff is the stuff that makes me feel like I have a purpose. Talking about how we, through love and compassion and excitement and joy, can live a life beyond, beyond, beyond our wildest dreams. And I hope if you hear anything from today, my message to you is that you absolutely deserve all of the things that you've longed for. In fact, you deserve better than that. Surrender. Allow yourself to be taken care of. It's a foreign concept. Allow yourself to be taken care of by a higher power because I'm telling you, they want so desperately to take care of you. They want so desperately to show you all the beauty and love and connection and truth and light and power and joy that they have in store for you if you just surrender. All right. I am hoping to get back to a more regular schedule, to a more regular format. I so appreciate your patience. I realize that having a totally sporadic podcast episode pop up here and there is not the path to success, but we're not trying to be successful here. We're trying to connect. I love you. I love you so much. Whatever you're going through, we're going to get through it together. All right. And we're going to be better on the other side. I don't remember what my exit speech was, but I think I've just given you a good one. Stand in your power. Stand in your joy. Stand in your love. I love you. Take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Dream big. Take care. Talk to you soon. Bye.